So we know if you're listening to this that you love reality TV, but do you also find yourself constantly talking about it where people get really annoyed? We want to hear from you. Send a voice memo of your hottest reality TV take to whtrpod at gmail.com and your voice may be featured on the show. And depending on how spicy your take is, we may just have to invite you on the show to gab about it with me and Lauren. So what are you waiting for? Start sending. The drama is so much more intense in the second season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had no idea. This was just just unhinged queer drama as we loved to serve. So (laughs) it also really changes what I because with Vanessa, I'm like, oh, she's seen the first season and now she's coming with like her monologues prepared. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns. And I'm Lawrence B. Hamilton. And today we are covering the Netflix reality series, The Ultimatum Queer Love Edition. Or maybe lesbian love? Fem love? A wise man once said, love is love, Lauren. And that wise man was me. (laughs) Facts. But Chris, is love enough? Okay, we shall see. As always, this episode is a spoiler Feel to the brim, so if you haven't watched The Ultimatum Queer Love, you need to go do that first. Especially because today we are talking to brand new BFFs, and maybe more, who knows, Lexi (laughs) and Mal, and it was so fun. It was so fun. Truly cannot wait, but before we get into it, anything interesting happened to you, Chris? Any where the camera moments? Not a whole lot. I've been, like, Mm -hmm. back in the city for the whole month, which I'm, I'm losing my... My love for the city more really? and more each day. Are you going to move? I don't know. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's tiring. I hate having to see hundreds of people every time I leave the house. Yeah, that's a, that you can be a lot. I mean? I'm like, um, so what's been going on? Not really. My Oh, Otis mm-hmm. got kennel cough. <gasps> no! So I got him on antibiotics. He's good now, but so that was like, 10 days of not really being able to take him not my out oldest. of the apartment. Isn't that scary? Sparks got that one time and I was like, is it's my terrifying. dog hacking up? Yeah, like, I know. and then you get mad at, you don't even know who you're mad at. Like somewhere, there, do you know how he got it? Was he in like a pet? I think because um, I would take him to daycare uh, like one or two times a week depending. Um, mm-hmm. That And I think he got it from there because... And I'm like, I guess it's not really their fault. Like, it goes around. But then I haven't taken him back since, so. Yeah, that's what I did. I was like, I'm not going back to that dog <laughs> place. My baby's sick. Anyway, that's my boring catch-up. How that are you? That was not you? boring. I love dog stories. Um, <laughs> I'm good. So, you know, we just moved into our new loft from my other studio. So I'm in the process Gorge. of, like, moving workplaces. So... Yeah, that's where my head is. Moving just kind of puts you in, like, chaos mentally. So I'm kind of, you know, there trying to organize my thoughts, organize everything, child. Always. I read a thing that said that moving is the second most stressful thing in human beings' lives. What's the first? Um, I think divorce. Okay, yeah. Or something like that. I mean, that's probably a little more (laughs) stressful than than moving, yeah. Um, Or like maybe illness, probably. That seems like it'd be pretty stressful as well. Those make sense for the top three. Moving is the worst. That's how, like this apartment, I'm like, I would love to move, you know, but I re-signed the lease just a month ago because 
they got sent it to me on a bad day. And I was like, well, <laughs> You're I'm not like, going to oh, be. <laughs> to hell with it. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, that's how I feel like they keep most people in these overpriced apartments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Packing and unpacking have to be one of my like most least favorite things. Even when I travel, like I'm the person whose suitcase will sit there for like a week me before too. I, I unpack. It. Like I just probably longer than that, sadly. Listen, it was some emotions packed and unpacked. Mm. On this show, some should have stayed. That I want to talk about. Okay, yes. <laughs> I mean, so guys, we're talking about the ultimatum queer love. We already talked mm-hmm. about episodes one through four in our last episode. So if you haven't listened, go back and do that. If you haven't watched the show, get on there and, and do that because mm-hmm. it's amazing. So let's pick up on episode five. So we're seeing the couples, the new couples, become. The old couples. They go back to their original partner. Did anything surprise you from that? So we have like Ray, where we have Vanessa going back with Xander and being like, I love you now. I want to marry you. I feel like I knew that was coming. She, something about Vanessa seems manipulative. Yeah. Do you feel like she was genuine about? No. Yeah, me either. I feel like she is the type of person that doesn't, want to lose Mm, so mm -hmm. i don't think it was like the love for xander i think it was the love of knowing that she is the hotter girl Mm. do you know what i mean yes like it seems like she was very because when she would talk about xander Mm -hmm. like it was very clear she did not think that they were going to be falling in love with anyone else mm-hmm. that Xander was gonna ever like this would ever be the outcome I think was never on her radar yeah and it did feel like she was just kind of clinging on to be like I'm supposed to be the one that mm-hmm. everyone's fighting over right you were supposed to choose me now yeah. speaking of Xander um Xander and Yali it's getting deep it's getting real deep too deep for the outcome yeah, that's true. I thought, were you surprised by the fact that Xander did, like, I guess by the whole outcome, by the fact that Yoli said yes to Mal, I was yeah very surprised. I was like, wait, what? Not y'all spent two, three episodes talking about how in love y'all are and you could see them with each other. I don't even feel right. And then it was one point when Yali was like, I love Xander in a way I've never loved Mal I was like, hold on, what? But then, yeah, she chose to like, get engaged. I, with my heart, it's um, Xander, but my head says Mal. I'm like, everything you're saying is saying to not do what you're doing. Exactly. And then at the reunion, and I'm, I'm jumping, but I know it's. Listen, if you guys, it's spoilers. So, and we're doing the interview, and it's spoilers. So, if you haven't seen the whole thing, go and watch. Could you believe that they didn't end up together? I was, like, disappointed. I was, too. It was, like, all that buildup. For nothing. Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm, like, these couples weren't meant to be, obviously. Because it's also, like, if you fall head over heels with someone that quickly, Mm -hmm. a day, like, literally a day after, the original relationship probably wasn't as strong as it should be. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, too, being in these situations when you're filming reality shows, most of the time they take your phone. You can't talk to anyone else besides who's there. So I feel like sometimes the emotions may be heightened. Mm -hmm. And when you go back to the real world, it's like, I don't even really think I like you like that. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, maybe that has something to do with it. But I was disappointed too, Chris, because I was like, not y'all building this up like it's Bridgerton for y'all to just be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, kind of disappointed in the fact that like I felt Yoli the whole time was very honest and like mm-hmm. very mature. But then it's kind of like her actions aren't matching with her words and demeanor. Like yeah. I felt like her actions weren't as mature as she seemed. Mm-hmm. I agree. Almost deceptive at times. Yeah. Like you are playing both sides of the fence. Exactly. I'm like, everyone's yeah. so mad at Vanessa. Mm-hmm. And it's just because Vanessa isn't as smooth with, right. with it. <laughs> exactly. It was very like stand in your face, which speaking of, what mm-hmm. did you think of the not proposal, but I guess conversation with Xander and <laughs> Vanessa that I'm like, this woman wrote monologues. Yes. Before literally. coming to that. She, what did she say? <laughs> and maybe someday we'll see each other again. And maybe that will be in line at a taco cart. Or maybe we'll be fish in another life and we'll meet in the sea. I'm like, oh. Uh- <laughs> But you know what? I felt like all of the couples did that. I was like, was it just me or did everybody just go through a list? Like, I love the way your nose crinkles when you laugh at, you know, like, please. (laughs) Hers was extra. Even if you were told, like, by producers, they're like, okay, like, bring the reasons you love them. Those reasons (laughs) are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was like, definitely giving a high school theater. Girl, it was It was like, a lot. <laughs> I was like, you are digging a grave. And also not shedding one tear. At all. And then Xander goes, you're so strong. <laughs> are Wait, we watching the same thing? What? No, Xander. What? She's not strong. She's just maniacal. Yeah, absolutely. And then when they went on the whole balloon ride and it was just... I'm like, don't go on a balloon with her. No. Xander. Don't trust it, Xander. Do don't not, trust it. <sighs> do not mm. go above 25 feet with that woman in such an no. easily... Like, yeah, it just felt... <laughs> I, it, it felt like Xander was being very honest and real and just does not see what we see in in Vanessa and what the other girls saw in Vanessa. And let me tell you, Xander gets down because I feel like it was so many times where we saw Xander having sex in that bed. And I was just like, I mean, okay, this is And we're talking about really Fingergate. <laughs> oh, God. But I'm like, they are like fucking. <laughs> and no one gives a shit. <laughs> Who named it Fingergate? Producers like... It must have been. Please. Please. It was the heterosexual host that said right, it. Right, we could have did without that. Let's talk about Fingergate. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> um, And then the Mildred and Tiff of it all. We talk about it a bit in the interview, but two people who should never be in the same city. State. Let alone a relationship. <laughs> like, like, it got ugly. Like, got, real ugly. I think that Mildred loves a fight. Loves an argument. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, girl, just stop. Why are you fi-? like even the stuff with Aussie? I'm like, it takes two people to want to like have mm-hmm. a conversation. You just have to kind of eat shit on this and then be like, yeah. where this is why things aren't working because mm-hmm. you can't talk when I berate you to talk <laughs> constantly. Yeah. I mean, Mildred. First off, if I was Mildred and or Tiff, I probably wouldn't have even shown up because. 
I'm not about to talk about this on the show about being arrested. The police pour you through and the she brought police it up. report. Yeah, you threw the gate. Like, but she about also her. said it in a way that was like, you had me arrested for no reason at all. But then <laughs> all the other people on stage, it felt like were on Tiff's side of it, except yeah. for Yoli. But I was like, yeah, wait, you threw a dog gate? <laughs> right, she was like, and it was heavy too. It was a big one. I'm like, this is <laughs> so toxic. And that's why I'm like, that's honest because who would say that if it wasn't true? Yeah. And then talking about her son and how, you know, Tiff said that he needs to pay a third of the rent. It was just all bad. It was giving me Jerry Springer. It was. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Jerry. But it was definitely giving Jerry Springer It was. Vibes. It was. And I hate to say, but I do feel like while they're both toxic, mm-hmm. Tiff was able to move in with Sam and after like, a few days, they mm-hmm. really found a way to like communicate and respect each other. Mm-hmm. And you could see a difference in Tiff. Like I felt like she was much lighter and like mm-hmm. seemingly happier. And then when we see her back with um, Mildred, it just seems toxic. I'm sipping under. Yeah. Some <laughs> people just don't need... <laughs> Some people just don't need to be together. And these two are a prime example of that. Yeah. I I hate to agree, but yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aussie and Sam. Aussie bothers me. I also felt like Aussie was giving teenager hitting puberty. Yes. At like, 42. Not wanting to say talk. anything. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to talk, but then like losing it in the yeah. parking lot. It just yeah. felt... Yeah. And then, you know, Ozzy revealed that she was going through things from her childhood were resurfacing, which is a reason why I think it's so important for some reality shows to have some form of a therapist there or something. Because when you do go on these shows and you're trying to find love, you're kind of uprooting a lot of things that may have happened in your life or something like that. So just a little side note. I think that's good to have. But Ozzy, I just... I couldn't deal with the constant walking away. Like, nobody could get a word out. I know. At all. It just... Yeah. But good for um, Sam for... She really went through a lot of growth. And I hope that, you know, that continued with them being engaged, maybe now married and, you know... Sam, I'm like, what medication are you on and how do I get it? Because... (laughs) She's so patient. She's so leveled out. She, like, really always maintained... You know, a very Mm -hmm. five. She never was like a 10. She never like dipped. It was very, very level. Even on the um, reunion, when they asked Ozzy, like, you know, have you told your parents about, you know, your relationship, your, you know, sexual orientation? She still said no. She's like, oh, I guess they'll find out when the show comes out. Girl, that's a lot to be (laughs) announcing all at one time. I feel like, first off, you're on a reality show. Like, It's a lot. I mean, if my parents, if my, I came out to my parents, like I came out to like my best friend. And then the day after I told my parents, because I was so, so anxious Mm -hmm. that my big mouth friend was Was going to tell someone who knew someone who knew someone like, Mm -hmm. it's like, uh, you know, an anxiety, like I've never felt since or before, but it was like the worst. So I, and if they had found out on a TV show. It'd be like... Yes, because it seems like, you know, Ozzy's family may be a little bit more reserved, I'm guessing. So I hope it all went well. And 
their brother was on it. So, like, the mm-hmm. parents are going to be pissed about everything. Yeah, like, everything? Yeah. It's also, it takes some time. Like, I feel like you don't think about it at the time, but I was like, I, it took me 21 years to, like, come to terms with being gay and then, like, mm-hmm. coming out. So, like, when you tell someone that really doesn't have any idea mm, that you yeah. are, who don't know anything about that, it takes a minute to process. And yes, so I feel like I would it's imagine. really about this is like pff, shoving I know, in the deep that's end. I'm like, this is like, woo. Should we just go into the interview? Because mm-hmm. we obviously need to talk about what happened with Lexi and Ray, but I think that we should hear it from Lexi's mouth. Agreed. So guys, please welcome Lexi Goldberg and Mal Wright. My first question is, how did you end up in this experiment? Mal, you want to go first? <laughs> I was like, we're looking at each other like, yeah, he's going to take the lead. This is what we always do when we interview. Um, we always look at each other and I'm like, are uh, you going to take this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, huh. Okay, so I was, I, I don't know if I was scouted, but there was something that um, popped into my attention in my DMs, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then. And my, me and my partner were like, is this even real? Because we, you know, we share our DMs. Like, what's going on in the DMs? We're like, is this real? And they, they name dropped a couple people. And then, you know, we went through the process of interviewing. And, and at the time, quite frank, we were in kind of a crossroads in our relationship. And so it was much more appealing to my partner to go through this. I was kind of like, I don't know about any of this. You know? <laughs> um, and, and we went through the process and went through the interviewing and you know, as we came closer to it, I'm like, babe, we've been in therapy weekly for a year. I don't really know if this is something we want to play with. Uh, but then, you know, you listen to your partner and you want to be a good team player. And she's like, we can do it. We're going to do it. It'll be fine. And we went through it. And we are here with my <laughs> trial wife, Lexi, who's not my original partner. Right. Right. Man, how about you, Lexi? So mine was kind of like the same thing. I mean, we were reached out to on Instagram and it just happened to be really kismet that we had had a fight probably like two days before about like closet space and moving in together. And I was like, our timelines are just non-existent because yours is like way over here and mine's over here. And so I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking the call. And so I like took the first call <laughs> and then I called her. I was like, hey, babe, you're going to kill me. But <laughs> I think I may have found something that might give us answers to the fights we've been having for the last like few months. And so like one thing led to another. Um, I definitely was more of the like, hey, I think we should do this. I think this is a good thing for us. Like whatever we'd been doing in the past just like wasn't working. And then mm-hmm. next thing I knew, we were flying out to San Diego to film. <laughs> All right, so have either of you seen, like, the first season of this show prior to walking into this lion's den of love, if you will? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 So wow. we, the, the first season hadn't aired until after we had wrapped on filming. Wow. Um, oh. So we had, like, no idea what was going on. We knew there was a season that was filmed, but it wasn't until after we left San Diego. And I remember the day it came out and I was like... I'm not going to sleep until I binge watch every single moment of the show. (laughs) So I know maybe what it's going to look like when our messy season comes. Yes. Yeah. I absolutely, I mean, Lexi and I were in communication. I'm like, I'm not watching this shit until I don't, until I don't feel anything anymore. I'm not watching it. I didn't watch it for like the first seven, eight months. I was not, I couldn't watch it. So how long has it been since filming for you guys? Yeah. Probably like 14 or 15 months. Wow. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. wow. So it's been a nice amount of time. Yes. So I know you guys are mm-hmm. glad that it's finally out. It's like a uh, sigh of yeah. relief. Finally, it's like you've been keeping yeah. this secret now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Talk about it. We've been in limbo, Total limbo. this whole yeah. time. So That's crazy. Because watching yeah. it, I was like, well, this is the second season. They've seen the first season. So they like know what to bring because the drama is so much more intense in the second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had but. no idea. This was just just unhinged queer drama as we loved to serve. So <laughs> it also really changes what I because with Vanessa, I'm like, oh, she's seen the first season and now she's coming <laughs> with like her monologues prepared. But I guess <laughs> that's just... <laughs> That was her, her. natural self. I Some guess. people just really naturally <laughs> walk into reality TV and are like, "I think I've got this." Wow. <laughs> I don't know who those people are, but <laughs> what did your friends and family think when you told them that you were doing this? Especially without that first season being out as a point of reference. Mm-hmm. My parents are older, and they're like from a different generation, and they're from different countries, and so like anything you tell them about TV, they think it's like. All of it is Hollywood. They think I'm like <laughs> this big time, I'm like Emmy award winning movie star. And they're like, wow, you're going to be on TV. You. They had no clue. No. And mind you, my parents like literally love, my mom loves reality TV, like loves Love Island, watches it every day of the week. <laughs> and she, my, she's like trying to explain it to my dad. My dad's like, yo, this is going to be messy. And I think you should respectfully not do this. <laughs> I mean, now that it's out and you guys can literally like go on Netflix and you see like yourself and everything, it has to feel unreal. Were you afraid that this would like change your family's perspective of you or your partners in like a bad way? Well, it probably has at this point since <laughs> you all aren't really together. <laughs> but were, I mean, did you have those worries? Mm. I don't know if I did. I think like especially having seen maybe before seeing the show, before we filmed the reunion, I was a little just like, you never know what it's going to look like. And then I think mm. after watching it before we filmed the reunion, I definitely was like, oh, I don't know if my parents are going to really be super stoked with my uh, fiance at the time. But like, mm-hmm. I felt super proud of what Mal and I had accomplished there. I feel like I just like always include Mal because she's family to my family too. And I was like, oh, like, this was such a good representation of like who she and I are. And I think I like even tried to tell my parents, I'm like, you might actually be proud of us amidst this crazy (laughs) mess that is the ultimatum. But um, it's been so nice. Even just my dad called me today and hearing them talk to me about like what they felt watching the show has been just like Mm -hmm. so overwhelmingly positive. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Her, her dad text messages me too. He's like, daughter-in-law, <laughs> you guys did so good. I'm so Aww. proud of you. So oh, I love you that. We all have relationships with our families. I love yeah. that. Mal, speaking of, you seem like one of the most emotionally mature people yes. I've ever come across. Seriously, It's like beyond. Have you always been that way or has this been like a work in progress? I've always been a pretty even keel person. Um, and a little bit of a work in progress, right? Like, I think I think for one, to be able to respond to things, I guess the way I'm watching myself now, the way that I do respond to things, one would have had to gone through, like, tumultuous mm. things, right? Mm-hmm. And to be able to process that. And then therapy. I'm a huge advocate of therapy. If, if people have the resources to go, I'm like, go. Go, mm-hmm. go, go. Talk about your feelings. Create space. And learn language around what you feel. Because I think that's the biggest part, right, is having language to express whatever you're feeling instead of just blowing things up and, mm. and acting erratic or what, however you're expressing, creating language. So yeah, I guess for the most part, 
I have I have always sought to find language to express how I feel. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, Lexi, you seem like you are so much older than 24, <laughs> which you're probably older than 24 yes. now. Just by a year, <laughs> year and a half, right? So have you always been like the mature one of your friend group, almost like the mom of the group. Totally. Yeah, it's very like, you know, mm, yeah. type. I feel like I've always been like a bit of an old soul, like grew up really young. Obviously, mm-hmm. like my coming out was like a super big growth period for me. Like I did spend a lot of time like not having my family involved in my life. And so I think it all just like gave me the tools to be a little bit more like have my head on my shoulders, like walk through life and know that like I have to carry myself a little bit older than maybe my age presents, which was like totally a fear of mm-hmm. mine that I had when I walked on the show because I was like, oh my God, I'm the youngest one here. I was like, oh crap. <laughs> like That's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would not be the guess because yeah, you your first impression, I was like, this is the girl you want on like a girl's trip because she's going to make sure that we order <laughs> groceries, that there's like Ubers wherever we're going. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so impressive. Like I had a hard time, you know, wrapping my mind around Lexi only being 24 when we recorded. Yeah. That was like a thing for me. Like, oh my goodness, she's only 24. Mm-hmm. But she's so incredibly mature to you, to you all's point. And the way she, not only does she have language and speaks really like articulates herself well, but she really understands like things that are going on and like has empathy and understands how to put herself in your shoes and speak to that. And if she doesn't know, she asks really mature questions, which made it even easier for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm absolutely picking this person. I love that. I just love you all's relationship, friendship, thing i'm just curious have you all tried to explore anything amongst you all or is it just best friends type of situation i had to ask i think that lexi and i uh will end up in a nursing home together <laughs> as life partners. that's so For sweet sure. yeah <laughs> i feel like i just like i, I don't know it. for me there was like a few moments towards the end of like our time together where i was like do I want to kiss her? Like, what am I feeling here? I definitely like know there's really strong feelings there. But there's this point that I think happened between Mal and I where it was like, I can't do life without you in it. And like, candidly, I still can't. I'm like, I call you every day. I think we were talking for the 30 minutes before we hopped on this thing too. I'm like, so am I ever willing to risk that for the sake of like, what might just be like a sexual urge when like your family forever yeah. Um, and so I think mm-hmm. that would be the biggest barrier for me just being like, I don't want to ever lose you mm. and whatever that manifests yeah. as like I support, but I certainly won't do anything to risk how much I love her. Who knows what the that's future so holds. That's so beautiful. <laughs> oh my God. That's so beautiful. Not a tear. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I love that. I love that. If women don't speak to me like this, then it's Yeah, now you're setting okay. a, an unfair bar. <laughs> right. Um, how do you both feel about being the face of what will probably be the most mainstream queer reality show? Because there's been other queer reality shows. I remember watching like... I can't even remember the names, but obviously they didn't, you know, become giant things. So this is Netflix. This is like going to be huge. Were you nervous about how you're going to come off, I guess, as a representative, even if you don't want to be doing that? Totally. I I think so. I mean, there are nuances, right? And and I am the only black person on cast. Mm -hmm. And I, and I try to make it very clear that although that I'm a face of something. I feel like more of Mm. a bridge Mm -hmm. to hopefully, you know, Netflix doing more things for the queer community and including more people of color. And I'm a very small part of a really large 
library of wonderful, very creative, you know, voices that deserve platforms. So Love that. for me, instead of being a face, I just feel like I feel like a bridge yeah. for that. Here, here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like ultimately, like, I think all of us, like anytime you talk to anybody in the cast or like pretty much any queer person, they just talk about this like moment when they were younger of like searching for content that made them feel like they saw people Mm. who looked like them or loved like them or gave them the room to explore who they wanted to be. And so, yeah, I mean, as, as a first queer cast, like it's absolutely amazing. And I hope we carry the torch so proudly, but Mal's totally right. Like there's so many different parts of what it means to be LGBTQIA plus, like we're just such a small letter or two of the whole entire rainbow. And I think to that point, like, I hope that this is a call to action for other networks to say like, Hey, there is a market for this. There is people who want to watch content like this, who want to experience this, whether they're queer or whether they're trying to understand. And maybe that'll be so helpful for older generations to be like, I don't understand this or these aren't words I normally use or these aren't pronouns I feel comfortable throwing around, but maybe I can learn. Listen, here, here. I remember like searching. That's how I found these like obscure reality shows back in the day because I'm like gay guys kissing. Yes. Like- <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mine was like girl, girl kissing movie YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same so. Sure. Okay, y'all. So we got to get into some of the tea. Okay. Let's talk about the engagement and then we're going to get into mm. the reunion because. <sighs> Okay, we all we all need to take a deep yes. breath. Um, so let's talk about engagement day. Like, walk us through what that was like for both of you. I mean, whoever wants to go first. Now you oh. do it. <laughs> um, okay, let me reflect. And I trust you all, so I'm. You know, I'm going to give you guys. All you can trust us. You can trust us. Right. You guys are my yes, cousins. We're trustworthy. Um, engagement day. I knew that. I knew that it was something that I, I wanted to do. I, if I'm honest, I wasn't sure if Yoli was going to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I had something to prove to her. I needed her to know that regardless of what happens, I I did always want to have a future with you. So you need to know whether you walk away from me or not, or you say yes or no, you know that I was choosing you. You were my hell yes coming into this. I was never confused about you. I just wanted time for us to build, you know, whatever we were building. So I was pretty sure, but angsty too. I had asked her parents like the day before engagement day. Yeah. I told my parents, our parents had already met each other, you know, the previous summer. Mm. I was going to say her family seemed like when she would talk about the friends and family, it felt like they were like, but no, Mal has to stay. Yeah. Yeah. We were all, you know, we were, and I feel like they all, they still are my like extended family. Right. But I knew what I had. I knew that I needed to do this. I was convicted in doing it. Also knowing that there is a possibility that she could say no. Mm. That's a very real possibility. So a lot of angst, but confirmation and and assuredness moving into it for me. I I remember talking to some producers and and they were like, are you you sure you want to do this? Like, are you sure, girl? Yeah. I have to do it. I'm sure. And I I have to do this. I have to see this. Wow. Now, kind of fast forward a little bit and you know, to the reunion. I know I'm kind of jumping a little bit, but I can't hold it in. So after you saw on engagement day, you know, when uh, she went to talk to Xander, how did that make you feel? Like, And was that the same day? Yeah. It was this girl. Because it seemed like Mm. she was like earlier today. And I was like, 
Right? That's why I was like, where's the ring? I was like, where's the ring? Took the ring off. I she took the ring off. Where's the ring? The ring was taken Girl. off her Child. finger. I was, you know, I was blown. I was upset. I've been composed thus far, you know? Yeah. And like, when I saw that, I'm like, there's just zero integrity. What are you, how, what are you doing? You mm, know? Um, yeah. And also just like watching those, po- I didn't see that the day of the reunion, right? I, I watched oh. it. I didn't know that that happened. I, I didn't know any of that mm. happened. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I proposed, you know, you saw, she says, yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I knew that she had to go talk to Xander, but I didn't know that yeah, she had that You were like, oh, poor her. Xander is getting. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Damn, this is rough for everybody, yeah. you know? Wow. I had no clue that she took the ring off. I didn't know that they, you know, exchanged a kiss and shared the words that they shared. Mm-hmm. I was livid when I saw that. Pissed. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Just, just for the sheer fact of the integrity of it all. Like, now you're just making a complete ass of everyone. Did you all watch it together? No, we watched it. Okay, I was about to say. You better believe if I could have watched it with anybody, it would have been Mal. And like, we didn't have our phones, so I couldn't text Mal. I couldn't be like, Mal, are you okay? What's going on? Like, yeah, none of that. Yeah, I could have frisbee. We watched it on an on an iPad by ourselves. Oh, I could have frisbeed the iPad across the room. I was like, you're kidding me. And this was right before the reunion. Yeah. Oh, wow. Brutal. It was brutal. Rough. Brutal. Ouch. Yeah. Watching it together, Yoli's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom <laughs> for this. <laughs> no, I'm going to go. Right. How did you feel, yeah. Lexi? I mean, I guess you and Ray were in a good place on the reunion day. So it probably felt a mm-hmm. little different. Yeah. So I think like it's it's something I've reflected back on quite a bit. Like when you watch the when you watch the show flowing through, right? Like there was just so many moments I was so proud of from my time with Mal. Like the ways in which I felt like I was building myself up, becoming a person that like had a voice that felt like she could speak for what she wanted in a relationship. And like it's it's humbling to see how like some of those habits like came back into play when I moved back into Ray. Like ways I turned the volume down on like who I was. And in the moment when I was filming it, like I didn't necessarily realize that those were habits I'd brought back until I like watched the show Mm -hmm. and filmed the reunion. And I'm sitting there remembering like this whole last year of our life, which did have great moments after we filmed, but also showed a lot of times where I didn't, I didn't stand by the things that I had done with Mal that I didn't like stand by those promises. So as much as I think in that moment Mm -hmm. at the reunion, it's like, let's have this like happy moment where we can celebrate this like engagement we had and like the, the commitments we were supposedly making at the same time, it's like, ugh, but like, was I really doing everything I wanted to do and the person I wanted to be? And I felt like at that point, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. And that kind of really just spun my life into a spiral right after. <laughs> so, uh. yeah. So at the reunion, we got to talk about this Tiff and Mildred fight. Because which woo-wee. I mean, which one? The... <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. The one at the reunion, yeah, yeah. but it just kind of dominoed and snowballed. But like my eyes were like going back and forth the whole time. I'm yeah, like, 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 where do I tennis look? balling. What do I do? Watching that firsthand, I mean, I don't know how much you guys kind of did see each other's relationship. Were you as surprised or was it kind of like a build up? Like I knew this was going to happen. Like, you know, because I was kind of surprised that they got engaged Thanks. personally. Because I was like, y'all been fighting this whole time. They said they broke up. They'd been dating for in the course of a year. They broke up 50 times. Yeah. That's once a week. And think about like, you don't break up during Christmas <laughs> or New Year's or like 
I know. So there was like double weeks, probably. There might have been like two in a day. Like candidly, like I feel like the second yeah. we got on, the second we got on set and we started talking, like that first moment where Joanna's like, "Oh, how are you? What is your like relationship like?" Just like watching the two of them, I'm like, "Oh, like crap! Like this is this is not good, and this is gonna get it's worse." About to go down. What's I don't want to use the wrong language. Like as colorful as a, of a couple they are. <laughs> You're so uh, that's so mature of you, Mal. That's so mature of you. I know it is. It's a colorful couple that I um I'm not surprised that they got engaged. Like I, I it wasn't didn't surprise surprised me. either, but I wasn't surprised when they weren't together at the reunion yeah. either. Yes. Also yeah. that not surprised that it blew up, but equally not surprised yes. that they got engaged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause right after the engagement, Tiff says, You got what you wanted. <laughs> I was like that. Isn't a good sign. Like, that That's feels not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, foreshadowing. Watching it yeah. back, what did you think of like Mildred and Aussie's time together? I still don't think I know what happened there. I surely still don't know what I think happened there. I feel like I watched it at the reunion. I was like, what's happening? And then I watched them at the changeover. And it was like that same thing where I'm like, damn, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it just didn't make sense. And I feel like I was like, do we have receipts for this? Like, do we have footage of what really went on? Because like, I'm seeing somebody walk out the door and I'm like, damn, this is wild. Yeah, Yeah. I don't really understand what happened either because they started... It started like they were really going to support each other. Mm-hmm. And like this. get married. They were talking. Yeah. They were like in love in the first like two days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. That was I also story. don't know what I was happened. shocked. Like I was more shocked about that a than lot, anything else. Little... I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, watching the show back for both of you, is there anything you regretted? Any major like moments that you would have done differently or wish you didn't say or... You know, any take backsies? I don't know if I have any regrets. I think there's times where I've been like, there's a part of me that wishes I hadn't spent a year being engaged to somebody that wasn't the right person. And that like, maybe I should have read the signs better. Mm. But I also like, Mal and I talk about it, like where I'm at today, I know happened because of everything that I did on the show, the engagement I had, the life I lived after. And I wouldn't change where I'm at now. Mm. So no, but yeah, I think obviously like, you know, if I didn't have to put on my resume that I've been in a failed engagement, I probably wouldn't. So <laughs> yeah, same. I don't know if I have any regrets really. Now that I've seen everything, I think the talk that Yoli and I had in privacy before the engagement, when I, I asked her like, you know, here's what I, I want to marry you. And, and you're sure now that I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And our families know do you need this from me? Like, do you need me to propose to you? Because I, I feel like you're still going through it. And we can, for the sake of television, we don't like, we don't have to do this. We don't mm-hmm. have to go through this and embarrass each other this mm. way. We don't have to do this. Wow. And I remember her saying like, you know, if if you don't propose, I, I still feel like, how, like, how's that going to make you feel? And she was just like, if, if you don't propose, I feel like that's you still dragging your feet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. after wow. all of this, you still feel like that. Wow. So, you know, after watching everything, I'm like, well, damn, now I feel like the one proposal that I got, the one engagement that I have mm-hmm. for me, I don't know if it's been ruined, but it, there's a stain on it. Yeah. Right. Because I don't get to do this again for the first time mm-hmm. in a way that's not putting my relationship in a pressure cooker or in a way that's not, you know, celebratory. So I don't know if I have regrets, but I definitely think about that. Like, damn, we could have done this. This could have gone a different way. Yeah, Totally. But the next one will feel completely different, probably. 
in mm-hmm. like a sense that there aren't 50 people around and cameras and stuff. <laughs> right. I want to take my receipt and get my refund is what I want. <laughs> I want my money and time back. My money back. Um, well, speaking of that, I know that Lexi, the engagement broke off after the camera stopped rolling. Could you tell us a little bit about what has happened since since the reunion? Yeah, totally. So after we finished filming the reunion, I think there was some wounds that just like weren't fully healed. Ways she had behaved on the show that I just didn't agree with. And concerns I had candidly for like what it would mean to raise a family together, uh, the care she took or really the lack of care she took for me during filming, you know, ways she had stepped out on our relationship and not because of like the packs or lack of packs involved. Like we never made a pact, but the type of person she decided to sleep with and like the way she kind of recklessly went about it. And like even just watching it back now, like watching how she like scoffed off like certain comments Vanessa made about me or ways like it was intentionally like she was trying to like poke and prod at me as a person. Um, and it just was like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel good about the fact that like, I want to build a life with somebody who I want to handle with me with care, who I want to handle Mal with care, who I want to handle my children with care, whether that's a matter of like race, religion, ethnicity, respect, decency across the board. I just think like the person she decided to partake with didn't match and align with that for me. So I felt like there was some dishonesty about maybe what had or hadn't gone down during her time with Vanessa. And candidly, I just was like, this isn't going to work. Like, I think I spent a Hmm. few weeks really just reeling and trying to, like, get over it. But at some point, I just became a bad version of myself in the relationship. And I was like, if I'm not going to be here presently, I'm not going to wear the ring. I'm not, like, calling you my fiancé on an active basis. Like, this isn't healthy for either of us. So, um, sadly, Hmm. like, I had to end it. And I I know it was the right thing to do. And it was super bittersweet, but all for the best. Hmm. Now, have Hmm. either of you talked to your exes or anybody from the show since you've wrapped the reunion? Yeah. um, Yoli and I speak. I think we try to do the best that we can to remain friends in in some semblance of friendship. So we we speak fairly often. Yeah. Okay. Has anybody heard from like Aussie and Sam? Are they still They're still good. I check in on them every now and again, you know, see how everybody's doing, do a little temp check and they seem to be good. Yeah, I'll text them infrequently because I just like... Their social media is very different than mine. And like, I'm like, are, are you guys mm-hmm. together? Like, we're clearly all failing at this on the back end. So like, is somebody succeeding here? Like, They're literally thriving. Like, they took the blueprint that none of us took and they are succeeding. So we got to set and they were like, yeah, we met during COVID and we moved in together after like four minutes. And all of us were looking at each other. There's no <laughs> freaking way that these two are the ones that are going to pull this one out. Like we all were like, we've got this. Like our relationships are strong, multi-year, like blah, blah, blah. And then sure enough, we were all yeah. severely humbled. How ready are you both for your DMs to blow up when the show is all the way out? I feel like as the most mature both of you, the most mature in the whole show, those, I was thinking that the whole time. I was like saying to my roommate, I'm like, their DMs are going to blow up with potential mm-hmm. suitors at, after this look show. Look at Mal's face. Oh, no. Look at that smile. <laughs> I've been preparing Mal for this for months now, mind you. I'm like, babe, be prepared. Like every woman, man, gay, straight, I don't care what yes. orientation they align with, will want you. Right. <laughs> 
My Mal prepared. is blushing. I know y'all can't see her, but Mal is blushing so hard <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, are both of you single? Are you dating anyone? Mal, you go first. That's crazy. That I can't believe you just passed that off to me. <laughs> like, surely I'm not taking this one first. You go first, Mal. You know, I think that I'm just... Um, I think that I'm just in a space of really pouring into myself and I really like being with me at the moment. And so if Mm -hmm. you can't be better than what I bring myself, then I'm just like, just leave me alone. Mm -hmm. I know that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at. But that doesn't mean that, I don't know, you know, applications... Yeah, I was going to say, she'll be married in a year. We'll be... Right. (laughs) We're open for Mal, like, don't worry. Lexi, your turn. I, uh, I am, like, very much in love. Oh, okay. oh, with Vanessa? Oh, yeah, right. No. <laughs> that girl's had me blocked since the day we left the set. Oh, um, my God. No, I am. Um, you know what's crazy is like life comes at you in such odd and peculiar ways. And I, my best friend and I, who we had never ever looked at each other that way, opened a door. Um, and it was like everything in my life like just started making sense for me. It was like a, it's a love that I just have like never known before. Wow. Like, head over freaking heels, like obsessed, Aww. moved in, you hauled, did it all. I'm like, <laughs> I've done all the things wrong. We have like two dogs together. Um, but it's been like the most amazing like love. My family and her family are just like so over the moon. And what I always say, like the reason why I fell in love with her is because I knew she was like Mal. I knew that the feeling Aww. I had her was Aww. everything that I felt in, like, my marriage with Mal. And that was the only sign I needed to know that it was something, like, I had to give a shot. Yes. That Aww. is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the experiment and I love worked. Her. I love her so much also. I love Lexi's partner so, so much. I call her yeah. my wife-in-law. Aww. I love her. Ridiculous. I, like, yeah. the one thing I told Mal when I started seeing her is I was like, Mal, listen. You guys are going to love each other, but please, for the love of God, just, like, keep the moves, like, to a minimum. Please don't pull game on my girl. Like, this is the one time I'm calling this. Please. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. You both are glowing. You seem so happy. And I love that for y'all. That's so great. Thank yeah, you. thank you so much for talking to us. The people are going to mm-hmm. love you. Lexi, you have to turn your DMs off because that's just going to cause problems for you. Problems, right? We don't need you back on the show again, okay? Yeah. No more ultimatums. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, they were so fun and amazing. Mm-hmm. They and if you guys want to tell us what you're thinking, you want us to hook you up with Mal, we probably can't, but you can DM <laughs> me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Or me at Need for L Speed. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to We Have the Receipts wherever you're listening from right now. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production of Netflix and Spoke Media. We're your hosts, Chris Burns. And Lawrence B. Hamilton. Our producer is Kelly Kolf, and our executive producers are Carson McCain, Aaliyah Tavakolian, Keith Reynolds, and Brigham Mosley. Our engineer is Evan Arnett. Special thanks to our amazing guests today, Lexi and Mal. See you next time. Bye.